listeners, welcome to another episode of Air. Whew. This is episode number 13. Did you ever think we would make it so far? <laughs> when I started this podcast in 2019, I started this podcast to talk because I needed an outlet to talk. I needed an ear to listen. I needed a therapist. And since then, listeners, you have been my therapist. We're at episode number 13, lucky number 13. And I just want to talk about my social awkwardness. I guess I'm going to call this podcast Socially Awkward Susan. Have you ever been a socially awkward Susan? Just struggling for the right words to fill a conversation. Or struggling to keep a straight face when all you want to do is just fall down in gales of laughter. I I sometimes struggle with social awkwardness. I have been a socially awkward Susan. Um, Sometimes it's difficult to gauge, gauge rather, where you should be or how you should act. Um, I don't know if COVID-19 is a factor in my awkwardness, if being away from people for so long, being isolated in our homes has caused us to now not know how to behave when we do encounter people. I have a case, listeners, slash therapist. I always have a case. So I had the occasion to meet with a group of persons today. Yeah, no. For listeners listening from North America, we say persons in Jamaica. We say persons in the Commonwealth because Britain says persons, so we say persons. Uh, oh, before I jump into my socially awkward Susan stories, I want to just give you an ups- update on the vaccination situation here in Jamaica. So, last time we spoke, I did an entire 20 something minutes talking about the vaccine and whether or not I was going to take it and whether or not, you know, um, our heads of government were taking it. Well, since that podcast, the Minister of Health rolled up his sleeves and took the jab. So no one can say that he isn't leading by example anymore. So he rolled up his sleeves and took the jab. Or, according to the internet, was injected with water. I don't know. Um, Of late, conspiracy theories in Jamaica have been just um, taking root and spreading out their branches. And everybody nowadays has some kind of conspiracy theory that they're clinging on to. Right? So... The Minister of Health, um, you know, he made it uh, a photo op moment. He made it 
um, a moment for the media. So when he took his jab, when he took the AstraZeneca vaccine, he ensured that the representatives from the different media houses were there. He ensured that it was videoed and it went out on all of the platforms. It was on the 7 p.m. news. It was everywhere. However, as I said, therapists, people just don't want to believe that he took it because it doesn't suit their agenda and it doesn't suit the narrative that they want to spin. So even though there's video evidence of him finally taking the AstraZeneca vaccine, conspiracy theorists beg to differ. He wasn't the only high-ranking official to take the AstraZeneca vaccine. The Prime Minister of Jamaica and his wife also um, took the AstraZeneca vaccine and they also made it a photo op moment. They also made it uh, a, a press conference. And um, again, conspiracy theorists whittled their way out of the woodwork to say, they didn't take it. And then there are videos circulating, um, allegedly showing the nurse um, not sticking him with the needle, but putting the needle behind his arm, like, you know, some kind of sleight of hand, um, you know, David Blaine magician stuff they're claiming is what happened. But um, the leaders have shown the people that they are willing to take the vaccine and that they have taken their first shot. There was cause for concern again um, <clears throat> last week when one of the former prime ministers who was the first to take the AstraZeneca vaccine was hospitalized. Oh my Lord, therapist, I mean... Everybody was talking about it. It was the talk of the town. He took the vaccine and he's now in the hospital. And what made them highlight it even more, therapists, is the fact that on the day he took the vaccine, there was a little mini press conference because, I mean, he is a former prime minister of Jamaica, right? So he, there was a little mini press conference and his name is Bruce Golding. Honorable Bruce Golding. So he took the opportunity to tell the nation that all of these theories about the vaccine are false. All of these claims about the vaccine are spurious, right? And so when he gets hospitalized, everybody goes, oh, were they really false? Were they really spurious after all? So, <sighs> therapist, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's going on where you live, but where I live right now, conspiracy theorists seem to be on the highest soapbox in the square. And there seems to be crowds gathering around their soapboxes, listening to these various conspiracies, you know? The main one here in Jamaica is that the AstraZeneca vaccine is Bill Gates' way of killing 
black people. I know, I know, therapist, I know. It sounds weird to me too. It sounds weird to me too. But people actually believe that. And they'll quote this TED talk that Bill did years ago in trying to back up their claims, right? But when they're quoting the TED talk, they're not quoting it in its entirety. It's just a bag of crap, listeners, therapists. It is a 10-pound bag of drivel. But this is what's happening in our society now. Conspiracy theorists, the weirdos among us, seem to have the highest soapbox in the square, you know, um, and they seem to be preceded by a town crier, you know, announcing, hear ye, hear ye, let's hear the latest theory, you know, and, and, and what sucks, for want of a better expression, is that there's nobody out there publicly trying to debunk these theories, so the theories abound, you know, without the debunkers, what's going to happen? So anyway, that that's keeping you up to date with what's going on here. So the officials have finally taken the vaccine and they're doing these mass vaccination drives in the hope of getting most people vaccinated because we're aiming for herd immunity. And so they're trying their best, right? So let me get back to the original topic of the podcast, which is, have you ever been a socially awkward Susan? Or if you're a male, a socially awkward Sam? And I'll tell you what I did that was just so awkward and so weird. And I'm wondering if I'm becoming a hermit in my 40s. But anyway, so I went to a small gathering today. Because the Prime Minister, <clears throat> pardon me, the Prime Minister has declared that only 10 persons can gather together. He has also, I can't believe I forgot to tell you this, therapists, the Prime Minister has decreed weekend lockdowns. What does that mean? That means the country and I do mean the entire country, is locked on the weekend. So at first when he made the announcement, it was really confusing. Everybody sat there like, okay, are we doing long division? Like what what math topic is this? Are, are we supposed to, are we doing regrouping? You bring the two down and you carry the one. Like what is he talking about? That was the collective <laughs> <laughs> the collective expression of the people like, what? What did he say? What? Come again? So let me break it down for you, therapist. So he said, right, that on a Friday, work will end at noon. Okay? So he told all the employers in Jamaica on a Friday, work ends at noon to facilitate um shopping for essentials, right? Right? And in ending work at Friday, he then said that on a Saturday, people get half a day. So you wake up in the morning, 
Okay, so our curfew when when work ends. I know. Are you confused already? That's how we were when we first heard it. But I'm going to try and make it clear. So, he said that on a Friday, work ends at noon. And then we have an 8 p.m. curfew. So, at 8 p.m., every Jamaican citizen should be in their homes, right? If you're caught on the road after 8 p.m., then... You have fines. There are fines. There are different degrees of fines. You can be fined up to $25,000. Don't worry. If you're listening from North America, uh, America, our dollar is really funny money. It's it's like Monopoly money. So $25,000 is what, maybe $250 for you, right? So $25,000 if you're caught on the street after 8 p.m. and you're not going to work. You're not an essential worker. You're not going to work. You got to pay 25K to the tax man, right? So 8 p.m. is the curfew, but work ends at 12 to facilitate shopping and other things like that. And then Saturday morning, no, he he will allow you to be on the road from 5 a.m. to noon. At noon on a Saturday, everybody should be in their homes. And again, if you're not in your homes, there's that pesky 25K fine, right? Sunday is no movement day. It means you don't go anywhere without a permit. I know, therapist, I know. When I heard it, I thought, St. Petersburg? Where are we, right? When I heard it first. So Sunday, you don't go anywhere at all, right? Okay, so this weekend is going to be a long weekend, okay? Because Friday is a holiday in Jamaica, Good Friday. It's called Good Friday. It's Easter holiday. So the lockdown will be from, get this, get this therapist, Friday at noon all the way to Tuesday morning, 5 a.m. That's what we're dealing with, therapists. Like the entire country is locked down. And if you move and you're not an essential worker or you don't have express permit from the state, that's a $25,000 fine. Not only that, therapist, if churches decide that they're going to open, that's a $100,000 fine. Oh boy, it's going down, therapist. We are totally in St. Petersburg. But I digress. Podcast tonight is talking about my social awkwardness. I don't know how I got, but I have to keep you updated, right? Therapist, we're in this together. (sighs) Who do I talk to if I don't talk to you? All right, so here we go. I'm socially awkward. I was before COVID-19, but I think COVID-19 has compounded that, right? So I, I went to a gathering today, a small gathering in light of the COVID restrictions. I had a sandwich in my bag, a nice, juicy sausage sandwich. 
So the meeting is going on and on and on. And I keep thinking about the sausage in my back. There's a lady beside me who incidentally also has food in her back. But she's restraining and being a decent person about it. But I said to her, ooh, something smells good in your bag. What's that? She's like, oh, I've got lunch in the bag. I was like, I've got lunch in my bag too. We both have lunches in our bags. You know, I felt like I was back in, you know, grade five again. But anyway, so the meeting is going on and on and on and on. Therapists. I went into my bag. took out the sausage sandwich. I sat right there in the meeting. Well, someone was sitting directly in front of me, right? So the person chairing the meeting couldn't see me directly. Therapist, I bit into that sandwich like a starving man. Okay. And I'm just enjoying the heck out of my sandwich. I look across. The lady beside me is looking at me. Her eyebrows raised as if she's questioning, you know, whether or not I should be eating my sandwich in the middle of a professional meeting. So I'm looking at her. She's looking at me and... My mouth is full of sandwich at this time. I'm just kidding. I'm just enjoying my... I'm hungry. I'm enjoying my sandwich. And I look over at her and I said, well, if, if my mouth is full, when I chewed my sandwich to the point where I could swallow, I looked over to her and I go, you know, well, if my mouth is full, I can't get in trouble, right? She looks at me like... Has someone ever looked at you like you... We're just the saddest, lamest little puppy in the bunch. Like, have you ever been looked at like that? Because I swear that's how she looked at me. She looked at me like, oh, you poor thing. Oh, you know, you poor, poor degenerate. <laughs> I kid you not, therapist. She looked at me as if she, you know... It was a mixture of pity and disappointment. Like she really thought I had it together. And then I bit into the sandwich in the middle of a professional meeting. And she goes, well, no, she doesn't. She's a bit of a hot mess. So that happened. That embarrassing, embarrassing okay, encounter happened. So after the meeting, everybody exits the building I'm still full on eating my sandwich because, I mean, once you've bit into a sandwich, you owe that sandwich. You've just got to finish it. You've just got to power through and finish the sandwich. So I finished my sandwich, therapist. And I head out to my car. I mean, not before saying a few words to other persons who were there, you know. Yeah, there's persons again. Get over it. We use persons in the Caribbean. So, there's this one particular co-worker who I usually give a ride because we live in close proximity to, to each other. So, we kind of do a carpooling situation. So, I step out the building. I don't see her. I turn back. 
therapist, I do the weirdest thing. I start yelling in Spanish. Well, it was it wasn't quite a yell. It was I called her name and I said Lista, you know, meaning I'm ready. And then I go Benaki, ahora. Um, this woman doesn't speak a word of Spanish, right? I don't know where this social awkwardness comes from. It 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 comes and goes. You know, it cuts. There are times when I'm perfectly socially well adjusted to whatever situation I'm in. And there are times that I'm just a weird a weird like like the weird kid inside comes out. And when the day's done, I sit down and I think about it and I go, Why the hell? Were you yelling at your coworker in Spanish when she doesn't even speak Spanish? And why were you yelling? You know, I didn't want to go back into the building, but I wanted to let her know I was ready to go. I could have picked my phone up, right, therapist? Sent her a text and said, I'm in the car. No, I stood at the door of the building and yelled in Spanish to a person who does not even speak Spanish. <sighs> so I was full on socially awkward Susan today. Um, I don't know. Sometimes we have good days and sometimes we have socially awkward days. Sometimes we have days when people look at us with pity and disappointment. Sometimes we eat the sandwich in the middle of a meeting. So, have you ever been a socially awkward Susan or a socially awkward Sam? Send me a message. Let me know I'm not alone. Thank you so much for listening, therapist. It's always great to talk to you. Thank you again.